Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Poston, with my co-host, Jay Peters, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finance. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? Not much. Yeah. yeah. Got a chance to do a little bit of talking before the podcast. So we got warmed up, huh? Uh, Ready to go. Up. Warm up, yeah. man. Hey, man, no, no basketball player plays a game without warming up, all right? So same yeah. with the podcast. Yeah. Have my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and a warm up. Now we're good to go. Good to go. Good to go. Yeah. How you been? How you been? Uh, pretty good, man. Uh, you know, just uh, enjoying life, I guess. You know, <clears throat> as we always, yeah. Yeah. How's the wife and kiddos? Uh, they're doing good. Uh, yeah. You know, kids being bad. Wife, wife doing. You know, being her. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely enjoys life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, did your kids get battle the flowers off? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because all they do is get on my nerves more when I'm at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah. actually, I actually this time they they yeah I, I wasn't at home and mm. they, they actually went to the movies. Mm. Uh, yeah, with, with my wife and uh, some friends of theirs, so they got a chance to see Sonic too. Oh, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that came out. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my son was like all super excited about that and was oh, couldn't yeah. wait to tell me about it <laughs> Dude, that was the stuff back in the day man that was a pretty good show back in the day or the game too yeah the it? game that's that's where i remember it the most the the game yeah. Uh, yeah i had a had a sega and i had sonic and i think that might have been the first game the game that came with it and yeah i used to just uh sit and play that thing all the time yeah yeah, yeah. That, so, what I like yeah, about it is, you know, Jim Carrey came back to to acting just for for those movies, and yeah. he, he's still great in those movies. I like. Yeah, I like he has that that personality, man. Yeah. That, that silliness, right? I'm yeah, like that quirky. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, it, it still works for him. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and I mean, it's good though. Yeah, I like it, uh, yeah. and I, I still remember him from uh, in Living Color. Yeah, oh, yeah, in Living yeah, Color. Li- yeah, yeah, Living Color. We, we uh. Fire, Fire Marshal Bill. Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was pretty funny. Yeah. So that that yeah. That's if anybody don't know about that or haven't haven't seen it before. Yeah, you should try to check out some episodes. Yeah, uh, dude, YouTube that stuff. That stuff's yeah. hilarious, man. He was he was definitely a comedy genius. Yeah, you find out it's a lot lot more celebrities that they know started on that show. Oh yeah, know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Color and uh, yeah. of course SNL and stuff like yeah. that. I forgot what the other one was. There was another one that a lot of people are from. Not Mad TV. That's something else. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. So how was your week, man? Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. You know, pretty busy. Had a lot of meetings this week. Just trying to get stuff figured out for the team. We went to Fiesta. My girl went to Fiesta for Niosa, so Night Node San Antonio. Right. Had to show out for the San Antonio stuff on Thursday. And it wasn't, it was packed, but it wasn't too packed. Like it was yeah. enjoyable. Like we could walk around, we could stand around and, and chop it up with other people. And then like I'm just gonna say like Nios is kind of like the the poor man's version of Epcot. Uh, I was telling <laughs> I was telling my girl and uh, and her family that we should just uh, take their take their family to um, or her little sister over to Nios and tell her that's Epcot because yeah. I was like basic thing you know there's alcohol, there's food, and it's from like supposedly different countries, but. Yeah, it's all all it feels like San Antonio food, anyways. But um, yeah, no, that was that was a great time, honestly. And then uh, we also went to another thing on Friday, 
a uh, little small thing over at the San Antonio College, and that was that was really fun. Yeah, no, that, that does sound fun. Yeah, I, I need to get out there and see that more. Uh, I only think I've seen it just a little bit, the the Fiesta, but yeah, honestly, it's my first time going, and I, you know, you know me, I don't really go out, right? But uh, you know, she pulled me out, and you know, it was it was a good time, good good little few hours to spend out there. And then tonight we're gonna go see Jeff Dunham. Yeah, uh, watch some comedy. So. Yeah, yeah. Been good. Okay. Yeah. Did you uh, uh did you start any new goals? I didn't start until I have like the overall goals. I still need to so kind of like how we do for work, right? Where like every quarter we readjust the objectives that that increments of the program. We I was gonna do the same thing with my goals. Like so for oh, my overall goals for the year, right? Or I guess objectives for the year, every quarter, so like at the end of every three months, do a readjustment. So yeah, whatever yeah. I like, I kind of just go over like, hey, what did I actually put a priority towards? What should I have put more of a priority towards? How can I break other tasks down even more to kind of get them done in yeah. a timely manner? So I haven't done that yet. I've been meaning to do that this weekend. It's been a little bit busy, but I'll probably do it this coming week. Like uh, just kind of going over each, uh, like I said, each objective and then readjusting. And then hopefully I can move that timeline away so for example like uh getting a property is the one that i've been sharing on here the yeah. most and i i did put an offer on another property and i did not get it of course <laughs> but um i don't but, know things might get better for you yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, on, for me it's on to the next one right i mean there's always yeah. more properties there's always another opportunity and you can't really discourage yourself just because you didn't receive an opportunity right so a lot of yeah. people say they feel like they bombed an interview or whatnot and they you know say they didn't get it right they, they feel like that yeah. was like a, a wasted opportunity or, or wasted time right but it's not really that it's like you gained experience you gained i guess more com being comfortable with being uncomfortable right because yeah doing yeah. stuff like putting offers onto a property can be nerve-wracking right but just kind of doing it so often that it becomes normal to you can really help as you're going through the process yeah yeah that's that is definitely one a, a good thing right because you're still getting that 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 exercise right it, it yeah. like you said you, you're constantly still going so in a sense that if once you don't get it, it's like your practice right yeah so i, I mean in, in all fairness uh it you know in a sense every experience can be practiced i know yeah. some people feel like you shouldn't say that because it's the real thing right yeah. you know yeah it, it's not but every experience adds to your tool toolkit right yeah so by you still uh putting in offers for for homes is a new experience you're running it if you run into a roadblock you figure out how can i adjust for next time yeah. so i can do it so and in a sense you're still filling everything out because the market as we know they they've gotten to a point where you know the homes are some homes are worth more than they probably should be you know yeah. and some homes are probably priced where they should uh but we'll, we'll find out you know as things adjust just like interest rates are adjusting now yeah. We'll find out when these home prices start to fall, how far will they fall, you know, yeah. or yeah. if they, if they're going to make them level, right. So they may stop the interest rate, not, not, you know, go past, what is it now? I think what, 5% now. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's, yeah, it's like <laughs> five something, man. It yeah. Like, I think so, five, seven when I was looking at it. So, I was yeah, like, so, so yeah, I mean, but you know, as that rises, that means that homes become more unaffordable. Yeah. You're going to have more people who don't qualify. You know, yeah. you know, so not everybody's going to have their stuff together to be able to qualify for the new yeah. rates as they keep going up. Yeah, because yeah, as, as rates keep going up, that means you need to have more of a 
not necessarily a down payment, but you need to have more for your mortgage payments for your six months of mortgage payments. You need to have yeah. more for uh, maybe closing costs. You'd probably have to have more just saved up in general, right? And then your debt to income ratio can't be as high anymore. So it's yeah, it's definitely gonna skew the numbers as we're continuing throughout the year. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like it that you keep going. Uh, I mean, to to me, uh, that's like a you're like the example for me. So no, like, hey, just, hey, keep, you know, keep putting the money away, keep doing the research, keep talking yeah. to people. And I, yeah, I'll get, yeah, get to where I can start putting offers in, you yeah. know, and having for things. This, yeah. For this one, what I did is, uh, I know like my realtor or my new realtor kind of uh, spoke some game on it. It was um, showing your available funds. Yeah. Right. Like uh, being kind of transparent with the, with the buyer or yeah. with the seller on, on like what your available funds look like for, that property so no that was an interesting little tidbit for me at least yeah no i i would think that is interesting because i know they try to get you to report everything when you're getting ready to qualify for a mortgage they want you to report everything but yeah. i'm not you know but i'm like what if i qualify even with this pot of money i have set aside so why do you need to see everything right yeah so that, that's that, that's one of the things but if you're you know, you're a realtor sh shedding more light on that. Like, why is it a good reason to do it? Yeah. You know, so, but I don't know. I, I, I still feel like they shouldn't use that against you. So say if you, you have enough money to keep, to put aside and then still, you know, you don't have to show all everything that you have, all your investments and all these different things yeah, yeah, yeah. and you still qualify. And then they use that against you and go like, well, we can get more out of you. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Instead yeah, of like, yeah. instead of charging you the actual value of the home. Yeah. You know? So what I thought was good is that it was with my real estate agent specifically, not with my mortgage. So like my my lender didn't ask for anything, and they didn't receive anything specific about like what my liquid funds, what my investment funds, what yeah. the assets I had. Right. So I just gave what my liquid funds are to yeah. my realtor, and then she put that in the offer package uh, for that property. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, you, you teach me something every day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something new every day, man. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's what I yeah. To do. Yeah. And yeah, my, my goal is pretty much the stay, the same, you know, trying to finish that book. And then, like I said, building up my contact list. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. at least adding five contacts to my list so I can, uh, you know, keep getting that ready for yeah. my end, end of year thing. Cause that's is what that I for this month or uh... yeah, for this month. So just okay. trying to get some contacts for the Yeah. Like I, even my neighbor, he's a he uh, he knows contractors and he he does contracting on the side. So oh, that's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. yeah. So you know, like there's one person right there. So, but then I could just you, you know have him introduce me to more people, or I can uh, you know get, get out there and do some cold call and see you know ask you know what, what what projects have they done or you know things like that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, like I said, just kind of test them out, man. Just kind of invite them to the house. Like, say if you need some painting down on the outside right just yeah. to see how they how they assess your house like what they do uh if they walk around if they kind of just look at that specific area yeah no it, it's a good time to do that i mean just yeah. now is a good time but yeah yeah all right so we'll get into our topic for this week compete against yourself not others yeah yeah and we were talking and said that this is your topic right yeah 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 yeah, so like the the way it kind of came about, right, was um it seems like a lot of people, especially you know in my generation, they worry about what other people think about them, 
and they, they worry about what other people have compared to what they have right yeah. so they kind of create this competition in their minds that hey i need to be better than this person right whether yeah. that's a friend whether that's someone on social media whether that's a family member whatever it is and so that's how they kind of dictate their life well like if this person has a nice car i'll go get a nice car right if this person goes and get a house and i'll go get a house if this person has a degree right but it's always dependent on someone else's aspirations and their goals of what they're sharing about their life right it's nothing yeah. internal to what they actually want Right. And then it becomes very less fulfilling on what they're going after and what they're getting at. And I'm not saying that there's no value in what they're getting. Like if you're getting an education, if you're getting assets, if you're trying to build something for your life, right, definitely do that. But stop making it so dependent on how someone else is living their life to where even if you're doing all these things that you're not you, you still feel this empty feeling, right, yeah. that you're not doing what you want to do what you're kind of called to do. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think what people really need to kind of swap to is just look at yourself, right? What do you really want to do for yourself? Right? And then just kind of compete like and kind of you can do it by your year, you can do it by, say, your birthday or by New Year's, right? Is, you know, what, where was I a year from now? right or or last year right yep. and where have i moved right and and most of the times you have moved somewhere towards something right uh of course you've gotten a, at least a year older right yeah. but you know say i've you know gotten a new car i've worked more on my education i'm one year closer to a degree right i've worked on my career i've you know got a promotion whatever that is right but then uh and that will kind of help feed further things right yep. and it, it kind of takes the anxiety out of having to always worry about what other people think of you because it really doesn't matter what people think of you right if, if it doesn't affect your relationship with them for example like your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend right if it doesn't affect your bank account like your boss or something then then who cares what they think right? yeah like really who cares like if they're just some random person like and you'll notice it like people will like if you go to the gym right people decide to wear like the nicest things right they'll, they'll wear like the gym shark or the athletics whatever it is right to the gym and i'm like no i'm just there in like grungy clothes because i'm not there to look good i'm there or i'm not there to look good in clothes right i'm there to to improve on my, my physical body right so and i think it's just a lot of people kind of get that they get that uh, mentality and i think it, it causes an over amount of stress and anxiety in their minds that it kind of keeps them from doing what they really want to do yeah no i i get that completely uh so you're more talking about the the toxic uh competitiveness right that the stuff that or keeping up with the the Joneses, right? That, that yeah, stuff that yeah, yeah, the yeah. stuff that yeah that doesn't really help you, right? Yes, you should use your competitiveness, right, uh, and certain things, right. So that's why I think you you know if you compete with yourself too much, you might be in a vacuum. But then this is totally uh, different from what you're saying, right? So you're saying like all the all the things that don't matter, right? Right. Yeah, those things don't matter. But when yeah, if you're trying to use the you know if you're going to compete with yourself, right, you, you compete as in setting your goals. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, you do it too much, right. That's when you, you could be in that vacuum of, Hey, uh, I don't know what's going on on the outside. Cause you're, you're basically in a controlled environment if you compete too much, right. With, with, mm -hmm. with yourself, but in this sense with competing with others and not, not in that good way, right. Not, not to make you better, but in a sense, you're trying to have more bragging rights, you know? Yeah. yeah that, that doesn't, that, yeah, that doesn't help you, right? That that's going to end up trying to take you down. You're gonna you're you're gonna end up you know hurting yourself in the end 
because mm. material things or I guess in a sense that uh, that status that having mm. that status over somebody else that those things don't mean anything uh, when you uh, you get ready to go to the grave you can't take your status with you you can't take no, your no. you can't take uh, you know those material things with you so no. like uh, you know to the point where you're you're, you're so competitive that you're harming uh, you know, friendships, relationships, uh, things that, you know, the, the things that, that should matter in life, right, are the things that you should be focusing on. Uh, if, if you're going to be, you know, you know, competitive, you you need to focus on the things that that make each other better, right? That that right. that iron sharpens iron type of mentality. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if if I'm doing my friendly competition, it'll just say, hey, Hey, have you, have you, how many reps did you do this week? Ah, look at it. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's not to bring the other person down. It's kind of like one of those, those boosted, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you there. Uh, Just like you're going to get me there. Right. I want to, I want to be at 20 reps on this instead of, you know, five reps. Right. Right. So each day we, we compete on trying to get, get a little bit better. Um, If you're going to make it financial, right. You don't, you don't do it to the point where you're, oh, I'm trying to be over you so I could brag. Right. But it, you, you you can make it a challenge where, um, you know, who's going to save the most money this year? Well, how are we going to do this? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you come up with ideas of like ways to save money. And mm. and think about it. If you both come up with ideas and you come together at the end after you, you finish the competition, and you go like, hey, you ought to try this. And then that way you just made each other better in some type of way. Mm. You, didn't, you didn't just, uh, you know, in a sense, be competitive, harm each other or like, hey, I'm better than you. I'm, I'm always be better than you. Right. Yeah. That, that, that negativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's why I was saying, you know, I, I try to get to the point about like, you know, not being in a vacuum, right? That that part helps out with that, where you can keep boosting each other. Because if you, in a sense, uh, in, a, in a financial way, I mean, it still can help you, right? You can still being in a vacuum, you'll be in your own lane, I guess. Mm. But if you had a certain goal, you were trying to reach at a certain time, you know, kind of reaching out. And if you were competitive with somebody else, mm. that would actually uh, help boost it a little bit quicker. And that's how, that's where I was coming from with that. You know, you don't necessarily want to be in a, a vacuum competing with yourself too much. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, in a sense where you're, you're blocking all the negativity. Yeah. That's where the, you know, being in a vacuum actually helps out. Cause like, yeah, people are going to talk down. People are going to say, uh, you know, you can't do it or, yeah. uh, you know, why, why that idea, you know, even though that idea may be great for you, right. Yeah. That you're, you're only, you can only do, you know, you can do. Yes, you should be pushing your, pushing yourself, right? But if you can only go so far at that time because you you don't have that much time, or you don't have the necessary funds or the necessary knowledge to keep you know to to be at another level, then that's where it's great that you be in that vacuum because you don't want anybody messing with your plans. Where I wrote this down, this is what I want to do, this is where I'm going. Mm. Now, what what are your thoughts on that? But you know, being in a vacuum about it. Yeah, so yeah, no, so I, I kind of see where you're coming from, right? Where you're kind of tunnel visioned on only what you're kind of yeah. going towards, right? And you're not taking any uh, criticism, you're not taking anything from anyone where like no one can tell you what to change about yourself, what to change about yeah. your goals, right? So you're not open minded to what you can change or what you can grow, yeah. right? So you're just going to be like, well, I'm doing this because this is what I said I'm going to do. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Yeah. Definitely do what you want to do, but learn to take, I, I guess, criticism or critiques on what you're doing. Right. So say if you're going for a specific position, well, I'm just going to keep working every day 
and hopefully they'll hand it to me, right? I'll just, you know, show up on time, you know, do what I'm told and that'll make it. But not all that is true, right? Specifically yeah. if you're going from like a more technical position to a program position to a management position, you need to learn leadership skills, right? You need to learn those mentoring skills, how to delegate tasks, right? You can't just do everything yourself. Um, and I think that does cause a vacuum where you're only focused on what you know. And that's what it is. It, it kind of keeps you closed-minded, right? Yeah, you're you're see, not as yeah, open-minded. Yeah. You're not uh, willing to receive different types of knowledge of what you were trying to do. Yeah. No, and that's, uh, you know, why it's still mentioned. Yeah, you, you're in a vacuum, but if you're, you you'd compete, compete too much, then you're basically becoming destructive towards each other, you know? Mm. And that was kind of like what you were, you were getting at uh, with the beginning of it, right? Saying that, that competing with, uh, you know, or keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah, no, that, that, that's a that, great, great way to put it is uh, keeping up with the Joneses. And I think a lot of people do that. And, and I think that is a competition, but it's like more, and it is an internal competition, right? Yeah. Like, like, like you're kind of internalizing, like, because I don't have stuff like they do, right? Whether that's an experience, whether that's a material that I need to go get that stuff, right? Yeah. And I'm willing to spend whatever it is to go and get it. Uh, but then, you know, there is healthy competition with others. For example, like, playing a sport, right? There is a healthy competition yep. to one, bring your team up, right? Like say if I'm playing basketball, right? I'm not saying you got to go all black Mamba, uh, Kobe <laughs> Bryant on it, right? Just, just take the ball and, and get it to the, to the thing. But what I like about Kobe and the reason why like, a lot of people, they call him the ball hog and stuff is that what he realized is that he was willing to work and sacrifice for his team. And that not all his teammates were willing to do the same thing, right? That, that he would show up, to the gym early, he would leave late, right? Not everyone was willing to do that. When he yeah. was in the gym, people were partying, right? So when it came to the game, the reason why he wasn't passing it, the reason why he wouldn't uh, give the rock to nobody is because he didn't have the trust that they would be able to do what he did, right? Because yeah. they didn't put in the same amount of work, the same amount of grind that he did. Yeah, and and that's uh, you know a good way to look at that, right? But if we want to speak on if you know that you're better and you know that you, you know, your teammates are not up to par that, you know, and, and like I said, we don't, I don't know, you know, Kobe's life outside of, uh, you know, what he played in basketball, but it, you know, to, as a leader, right. It's kind of almost like what we were saying last week about obligation, right. As a leader, you know, it's like you're, you're obligated to like, let them know where they're faulting. You're right. Yeah. You know, you're like, Hey, you want to be where I am then you should probably not party as much. Uh, you, yeah. you should probably, you know, have a home gym or you need to, or show up to the gym or wherever. Right. So yeah. you can, you can keep working on yourself. And, and that's the, you know, that's the part we, we don't know, but yeah, you're, you're right. Right. If you're putting in the work, yes, you, you are the one you, you should be taking the shot, right. You put in the work, you know, you should be, you know, you should be out there. Uh, but that, that other piece about being a leader, like letting them know that I'm taking a shot, because my confidence isn't where I think it should be with you because you're not listening to what I said. Right. Mm -hmm. If I, I'm, I'm teaching you something and you're, you're, you're kind of like pushed it to the side. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as a lot of the, the greats, right. The, a lot of them know that they, you have to put in some work mm -hmm. that nothing is given to you. So that, that competition uh, piece falls in there where there's work with that competition, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's, you have to, as you're competing with yourself, your that's your goals your internal goals you're building yourself up you're moving forward right and then as you 
as you build yourself up, then you start to move a little bit outward. So you can, in a sense, you know, grow a little bit more. Right. That, and that, that's why, we, you know, you don't want to get into that destructive, that destructive competition because it, it, it hurts both, both people. It hurts, hurts the relationship. Mm. And, uh, and as we say about that, you know, that, uh, you know, friendly competition where you, you get each other to the next level. Right. I, 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 I kind of use that too in the, in the military for sure. Right. Mm. Uh, if it's what, as we, we call PT in the military, you know, it's physical training. So mm. we're working, we're working out together. So, you, you know, you're trying to, you know, it's like, it, it seems like you might be getting on somebody's nerve, but it's like, oh, I'm pushing you, right? I'm, yeah. hey, all right, no, 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 come, right, we're going to do this race together, right? Just, yeah, just yeah. to prove, like, who's faster, right? Or yeah. we're going to do a push-up competition, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see who can do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, or, hey, here's a heel. Who's going to make it to the top of this heel first, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, so, you know, that that friendly competition that actually boosts you up, all right? It gets you to that that next level. That's, man, I'll tell you, that's the stuff I miss about the military. I mean, yeah. You know, I wish I could bring that more to work, you yeah. know, like, but I, I don't know, you know, I don't know the response that people are going to get. They're like, <laughs> I can troubleshoot better than you. I can fix this faster. <laughs> and then break everything. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. That's a little, a little bit different than how it was in, a, in the military. But yeah. yeah. And maybe, maybe we could do it more like uh, who who can try to get this next cert, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Pick, oh, yeah, pick, yeah, a, yeah. Pick, pick a cert that's, a, a little bit difficult for everybody, but then like, all right, I can guarantee you, I'm gonna get it on my first try. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So or, I mean, I a time it, limit to it, like, like you know, say 90 days, right? We're gonna all like kind of try to get this one cert. And, yeah, yeah, and, and then that can become like you know a little friendly competition, right? Because yeah. you know we're all you know adults. We all have things outside of work and and life, right? That may you know take up our time, but who's willing to actually you know put in that time to actually go and get the cert? Yeah, but uh, but you know, even like you know, physical competition is definitely one of my favorite ones, and it's not like uh, not competing to get over, but to to help everyone, right? Because I, I believe like everyone has the capacity capacity to be healthy or to have um, the physique they want, right? But yeah, I'm I love uh, competing in like you know, just just dumb sports, like, like like say basketball, and I promise you, I can't play basketball. I can't play can't play <laughs> any sport worth anything that needs coordination cannot play but it's just fun because like uh so when we went kayaking the other week or so um dude i was just like messing around and i was like all right let's race and i'd be like the only one going and i'm like yeah i won <laughs> no I've, I've had people look at me like that too you're like this weirdo <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so no that's just uh you know that's that's one of the things that i i enjoyed about the military that it, you know we 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 always had some kind of friendly competition and you, you try to keep it where it's not, you know, because you don't want to destroy the team, you know. No, it, no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's all about building each other up. And because uh, I remember when I was in Germany, it, it was, I don't know, we didn't say it out loud, right? But I think we were on a race to both be E6s, right? But mm. we didn't say it out loud, but I could tell, like, I was like, oh, the intensity. I, I noticed it's changed. Let, nice me, change. uh, let me match it. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, that's usually uh, how it kind of it, it went. And really, honestly, I think I changed something in me. I don't know, something switched. Like, I, I think I've always been a little competitive. But, like, when, when I start acting that way where I wanted to be, like, get better at uh, scoring higher on my uh, PT tests or or uh, making sure I take a certain amount of classes and all that mm. stuff. I, I noticed and I think that kind of became me. And it's kind of like I want it all the time. It was almost like a, 
as they, you know, say some things make give you this high. I think that's what it was. It was like, yeah. now I, I always want to find something to get me going, yeah. you know, and, and I, I feel, you know, just to be transparent. Right. I feel yeah. down, down every now and again, because I, I yeah. think I, I missed that. Right. I, yeah. So so I try to find stuff to get myself, you know, into get myself in a little trouble, maybe. Because I want yeah, because yeah, you know, I miss that, you know, trying to get out there, get after it, or you know, yeah. or you know, just, just I don't know. Like I said, it, I think it's a high to it, you know, those yeah. endorphins. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, become, yeah. competition is definitely you got to get a high off of it, man. Because you know, it's it it can be healthy, it can be destructive, like we said, right? No, it, it's just and most of it like isn't good fun, right? Yeah. You know, especially in the military, like you said, trying to go up for a new rank or uh, the next rank and stuff. Yeah. Uh, as we kept saying physical competition it isn't good fun and, yeah. and sometimes you know it may seem that we're trying to get over on someone but not really like we're, we're trying to build the the entire team while building ourselves at the same time yeah so i don't know i might have to use that one about the the cert thing right get certifications yeah. right we just yeah. like hey we put a put a date on the board all right this is the cert and everyone let's see how how who passes on the first round you know yeah yeah yeah, so that that would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah that that friendly friendly motivate that friendly competition right that that motivates everybody. You know that that's oh, I, I love it. All right, yeah. so that but you know uh, you know still speaking on that right we what else could we you know probably you know someone could use right you know at, at work or at home to kind of uh, build build each other up. So I think home is kind of a rough one. So I don't know if you actually have that at home, like uh, like competition. Because do you really want to compete with your spouse? Like, do you? Well, I mean, not uh, a not not like I said again, not destructive, yeah. more right. of a healthy, a healthy one, right? Like, so yeah, you pick something you both are interested in and try to see, all right, who could come up with the best plan for this, or or who can take care of the kids better. Oh, right? uh, uh, see, there you go. We don't we don't want that because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some some so some families that might get you know might strike a nerve like you know or oh, you're, oh, you're saying I'm not a good dad or you're not you're saying I'm not a good mom and like yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't want to get there right so saying I can't cook saying I can't cook <laughs> no no so like you know you, you might can try try something that you know that could you know like I said I think it's more like coming up with a plan might do better who could come up with the best plan to yeah. to get 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 us to the next level right yeah. and then when you come you 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 come together and you go like oh you you kind of like read out your plan and it's like hey explain that scenario about how it should work and 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 at the end right you go like okay let's vote on who's the best one like you yeah. can have the whole family there right he's just like let's vote who's the best plan <laughs> Boom. there you go friendly competition no you know what I'm saying nobody's nobody's getting into it with each other you know except you live with them so <laughs> well, that, but again you get what i'm saying but if you create that environment right that's the that's the environment you're creating you're creating like uh where you build up each other right uh yeah. you, you uh you can self-motivate but then you can also build each other up because yeah. if you can grow like that as a family that's going to be a strong family right like you, I think a good way, like especially for families, is like uh, board games. Like board games are something similar, simple that you yeah. can kind of start. Like, like maybe not Monopoly because that would probably take an entire lifetime to finish. Um, <laughs> but you know, something like maybe Uno, right, where you can have like a few people playing, right, yeah. or maybe something that kind of requires strategy more, like chess, right. You can you know play against each other and like, yeah. but you still learn from each other, right. And, and, and I think that type of competition it really teaches, especially within the family, uh, not to be a sore loser. 
like, yeah. it, like in, in situations, right? Because, you know, there, there are losers and there are winners. Like, yeah. it's just a fact of life. Like, there's it yeah. sucks to suck, but um, <laughs> everyone can be in that, that, that low period, right? Like, yeah. you, there is a loser, there is a winner, right? You, it's fairly binary. You could pay your mortgage or you couldn't pay your mortgage, right? It, it's just that type of stuff, but learning how to, to deal with loss, right? Or, or learning from the experience is, you know, through competition, I think is really good. Yeah, but that's basically what I was trying to get at, right? I, I like I said, I never want to do anything that that drives a wedge in the family, right? But like you said, it actually teaches you not everyone's going to be a winner, that yeah. it, not every plan is going to work, right? Because right? that is life, right? Yeah, I, everything that you do is always a possibility. It is going to fail, right? Yeah. And if it's your first time, it's probably a high possibility, right? Yeah. But yeah. you learn something in the in the in the meantime while you're doing it. Uh, yeah, because I was just uh, talking that to my daughter earlier. She wants to go and uh, hang out with a friend about, uh, well, what they're going to do is they're going to they kind of going to work at her friend's dad's restaurant, which, mm. you know, I'm OK with it. Right. But the thing is, I told her there's steps that parents have to do. Right. We we can't just say, oh, yeah, you're good to go. Right. We, we got to we got to do a little investigation, make sure that, that things are, you know, are are on the up and up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't want her like uh you know sitting there making 600 sweaters and you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Childhood, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so like you yeah you you yeah basically uh, and I was telling her I was like not everything is gonna work as you plan. You and then really she didn't come with a plan, she just came with a you know an idea. idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and I was just telling her, I was like you know, right now you're, you're in a controlled environment and I'm, you know, me and your mother, we're, we're coaching you on how to handle these situations. So there's going to be, there's going to be times we're going to say yes. There's going to be times we're going to say no. And there's times we're going to say, let's see. And, and I told her, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to at least do a little bit of investigation when I, when I say, we'll see. But I told her when I say no, oh, no is done. But then I told her just because I said no, don't stop. Come up with a better plan to come talk to me, you know, so she would understand that things will change because I was giving her an example. I was like, life is like I started with the cell phone. So say life is like this cell phone. Cell phone is a cell phone. Right. But tomorrow it's an aquarium or tomorrow yeah. it's a printer. Right. Life yeah. keeps changing and morphing into something different. And you just got to learn how to adjust with it. Yeah. Uh, no. So, that, so that, that's basically what I, I was trying to, you know, teach her on that one. That, like your plan may not work the first time but it yeah. could work the next time. Right. Yeah. You know, my, I think Mike Tyson said it best, man. Like everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's like, so. it. that's going to always be your favorite saying, huh? But it's a good... I should get punched in the mouth. But, uh... <laughs> that's a good, that's a good saying though. Right. Because it, it is true. Right. You don't know. Yeah. You, you think, you know, right. If it's your first time now, say if it's a proven plan, right. You've done it multiple times, right. With several variables. And it comes out to at least close to the same, you know, result. Outcome, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then it's probably probably a solid plan that you can just follow. But most plans, if it's a first time, you don't know. You're throwing it up in the air. You're hoping, all right? Like even if you use somebody else's plan, it still has a chance to fail because you are a different person with different variables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, you know, kind of going into plans specifically, like, like you can create the most perfect plan Right. But until it's actually executed, you don't actually know what those outcomes are. 
right? Because everything becomes theoretical until you actually, like I said, get punched in the mouth, right? Until you know how to take those licks, take those punches, right? So for like a, a great example of it is like the the operation to, you know, uh, get Bin Laden, right? Yeah. You know, it, I don't think it was in their plan uh, for one of their helicopters to crash uh, as they were just getting there, right? Yeah. And it definitely wasn't, right? And they had put like every variable. I mean, this this was like, you know, a SEAL team operation. You don't think these people don't plan for everything and their mother? Like, yes, they do. And the thing is, there are those, like you said, those small variables that even if you can't account for, like the, the different wind variation there at that specific area, right, is what caused that that helicopter to crash. So, but even if like your plan doesn't go the way that you want it to go and you feel like you're losing in the plan, you still have to carry out what you can. Right. So like what they did is they just toss it. Like they basically, they got rid of that, that, that helicopter. Right. While it wasn't their plan, they were like, all right, well, we're here. We still have to execute what we were going to do and we'll get out when we figure that out as well. But you know, not everything is is perfect. Not everything will ever be perfect. Learn to take your losses when you can. And I think, you know, going through like those little bouts of competition will kind of help you kind yeah. of get out of that shell, kind of get into that uh, comfort, being comfortable with not having everything figured out, not having everything uh, perfect to the way you want it. Because you're going to learn that there are going to be those little nuances that you can't control, right? You can't control the weather, right? So if you plan to go running, one day and then it ends up raining the next day you're like oh well that that didn't really work out for me so you either go and run or you kind of defeat yourself or have that defeatist attitude that well i wasn't planning to run when it was raining outside yeah uh, but that's not what the competition said the competition said you're going to run every day right uh, how many miles can you run within that week but yeah, yeah. well i mean and, and if we're going to speak on running right uh if you know environment changes right uh, mm. it you you basically adjust to the environment. Uh, most runners know that rain doesn't stop the show. So <laughs> I, I found that out real quick uh, at, in Fort Bragg, right? When I was there, like, it didn't matter. We're, we're raining. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, we're running. Uh, it's raining. And, and it we're is running. raining, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, that's why I was a saying there. If it, you know, uh, if it's not raining, we're not training. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, yeah, go, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they it, it didn't matter. I, it was times, yeah. It could be muggy, hot, we're running. Uh, it could be misting, we're running. It could be, you know, anything, right? Because I even found that out as we, um, as I moved to, to Germany, you, again, can't control the weather. Mm-hmm. So if we, we took a PT test when it was like flurrying, right? It's, mm-hmm. It starts snowing. You just got to keep going, right? Yeah. I learned how to adjust to the cold. Uh, so my thing was every... Uh, but uh, every morning before I took a PT test, I would uh, warm myself up first, like get those muscles hot. So I hop yeah, in the shower, yeah. take a hot shower, get those muscles warmed up and try to stay warm all the way up until the PT test. So yeah, kinda, yeah, have like yeah, sweats, yeah. have the, the hoodie or something or like. Yeah, something. yeah. So, yeah, so just kind of kind of keep those muscles warm. Right. Because uh, and then as you uh, get out there, you you know not to get yourself too cold. So, you know, to keep moving, keep moving. And then yeah. when it's time for you're already warmed up. When it's time for the PT test, you're warmed up. You're ready to go. Yeah. All right. So that's the adjustment to the environment. The same as you know that you know, that competition. How it allows you to figure out how to adjust with change. Right. Mm. It, uh, that's yeah. So I th- I think competition, uh, competing with yourself can be good and bad. That that's my yeah. my my intake on it. So like 
you know, as we we kind of you know go down, we're uh, you know taper this on down. It, what does competing with yourself really mean to you? I think it's just you know um, really self assessing and improving, right? Like uh, yeah. and you know competing with yourself. Like I said, like in the example I gave, like say every year, either on your birthday, on a specific date, on New Year's, right? Kind of self assess. Like where yeah. were you the year before? Were you in a different situation as like financially? emotionally with your relationships right socially did you get better and and the reason why i kind of uh bring that specific situation up is because there was an example where this guy he was he turned like i don't know 26 or something and yeah. he went to the same bar like that he went to the year before and yeah. he realized that he had about the same amount of money that he did the year before he was working at the same job. He was doing all the same things. And that's what made him realize that, hey, I don't want to be like this. Like, I don't want to live my life like I did last year. So yeah. what can I do to improve it from there on? And I'm not sure, exactly sure what tangible steps he took after that. But honestly, anything, right? Getting a different position at your job, uh, starting to get uh, better with your relationships in general, whatever those tangible steps are, just kind of make sure you're able to self-assess where you're at right and, and what i mean by self-assess is this kind of like like diagnose yourself on what you're doing like just look in the mirror right like physically look in the mirror like mentally look in the mirror whatever that is like say if you're looking in the mirror like physically hey i could lose a few pounds here or there right yeah. i'm not saying berate yourself i'm not saying degrade yourself like hey you fatty go stop eating burgers or whatnot right but i'm just saying like you know really look like hey is this how you want to look right for the next year for the next yeah. 20 years whatever that is right and then you know kind of do those steps like if it's your nutrition that needs to be uh looked at then you know work towards that if your physical activity needs to be worked on as well whatever that is so and kind of continuing that and then you know the next year do the same thing right kind of yeah. look at yourself in the mirror and you know people like especially with uh like health transformations, whatever that is, they take progress pics, right? Yeah. If that's what you want to do, you know, take a picture. It's just kind of, uh, instead of, you know, just kind of keep a mental picture, but take a picture or take measurements, right? So either take a picture, uh, look at your weight on the scale or do like your uh, body composition analysis, right? Where you're, you know, doing your waist, your chest, your, your thighs, whatever that is to kind of assess on what you want and then go after it for that next year. And then, you know, if you want to set up quarterly check-ins kind of like just setting goals in general but I, I think you know competing with yourself is also a little bit more healthy than competing with others because some things can be unrealistic because like you said we're not that person right we're not that other person there's so many variables to being that other person right when they wake up what they eat what their biology is like right whatever that is so competing with that person and thinking that you could lose the same amount of weight as them within the year may defeat you Right. Because, you know, for whatever reason, you can't lose that much weight. And that's nothing, you know, that you can maybe control. Right. Yeah. Maybe it is your biology. Maybe you have to work on your gut health a little bit more to to absorb certain nutrients. Right. Maybe you're lactose intolerant. Maybe you're uh, have a gluten allergy, whatever that is. And I think it's easier for you to compete against yourself or not easier, but better to compete against yourself because you have a more realistic mindset of what you're going towards. Right. So like when you see the person that's all ripped and, and has the six pack or the eight pack, you're you're not kind of internalizing like, wow, I'll never look like them. Wow, I'll never, 
be in that situation or I wish I would have, you know, not eaten whatever it is. Like you won't kind of hurt yourself more mentally and emotionally to where it becomes debilitating and you never work on yourself. You never do anything to improve yourself because you never, you feel like you will never be in that specific position. Yeah. No, that that's, that's, yeah, that sounds good, man. That that's definitely a a good way to, to end this. Right. Cause you're right. And I, I was also, told that when I first got in the military that I was one of those people that were competing with themselves because I I was setting my goals uh yeah. all the time and it was a it was a lieutenant who noticed it right uh which I thought was was crazy I didn't think anybody would notice it but like I um yeah I would actually set goals for myself and try to hit those goals and keep going I mean just like I would take leave uh uh during like Christmas holiday right mm-hmm. instead of like you know sitting on my butt and eating I was like actually working out uh, because I wanted to get better. So like I was, that was one thing I noticed. I was not the fastest runner, you know, mm-hmm. when we're running formation runs and I would, mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to improve was I wanted to always be at the front of the pack. I didn't want to be a trailer. I wanted to be at the front of the pack. So I would actually uh, work on uh, losing weight or strengthening up my muscles and doing certain things like that. Mm-hmm. So that that's that internal competition with yourself. Yeah, that that actually is a good way to build yourself up. Setting those goals, setting those small increment goals. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that, and you just keep hitting them. All right. You you don't have to make these large goals. You can do it if you want to. You know. Mm. But it, having those small goals uh, actually improve you. You're moving piece by piece forward. Mm. Right. So that is yeah. That's a good way. I, I I like how this is ending to let everybody know that. That competing with yourself is a good thing, right? Mm. Looking at all those externals, you know, uh, that can deter you from doing what you really want to do in life. Mm. It, that Those are not necessary. But if it's friendly competition where you're both building each other up, mm. that, that sharp, that uh, that iron sharpening iron type of mentality, mm. that is that is great competition. So, yeah, that was a good one, man. I like it. All right. All right. So we're going to head down to our frugal and cheap segment. <laughs> I was, I was being funny, but uh, you know, with this one right here. All right. Yeah. So if it's, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Right. Yeah. You know, like people yeah. trying to save water, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, frugal and cheap. What do you got? <laughs> uh, dude, that's cheap as hell, bro. No doubt cheap, bro. Bro, if, if it's that bad, like if you got to save water like that, like go use outside. I don't know, man. Go, go like, yeah. Do something else, man. That's that's it becomes yeah. uh, unhygienic. <laughs> yeah, I can't can't get pretty disgusted. Just thinking somebody had asparagus right right before yeah. you yeah, uh, had to be and it just left it. You're like, man, what is this musty smell in here? Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I actually used to date a, a a girl and her the house that her parents lived in. I think the plumbing was bad, so oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the reason why they. They would do that, which I still thought was gross, but like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, cause yeah, you can still, what, what is that? You, uh, take some water and you just, uh, yeah, yeah, fill it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fill it and, and rush it down, you know, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but you know, yeah, I think it's more someone being cheap, but they're trying to save water. They don't, they don't want to use the water because that, yeah, yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Not worth it to no. me. Right. No. Like I said, I'm pretty sure somebody out there that still does that. Like yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to, Hey, what you now they have efficiency toilets, right? Yeah. 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 I, I have uh, one of those. I have one like where I have uh, two, two flushes. One is for uh, yeah. 
well liquid one is for solids yeah. basically right but uh yeah and even like uh companies or buildings they have it where you know you do one or the other yeah uh for each side yeah so, yeah because i i first saw this in germany i uh they because they, they're all about efficiency that that's that's what they do right oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so like the 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 toilet had uh had a like an up and a down like it, it was like yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like I would I would actually uh yeah, so like anytime you had to pee, you do that. It's like a, a single flush, quick flush, right? Yeah. And and then like uh, you know, obviously say a solid, you hit you hit the bottom one and then like it takes a long flush. Yeah. <laughs> Which they're so super efficient. You should always have a toilet bowl scrubber near, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, because the solids they go down, but they leave marks. Like because uh, they don't yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't they don't fill the toilet up full of water. So like, uh, you know, okay. yeah, 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 so it doesn't fill it up with all, all, all the water. So you're going to always, so what you do during, I know it's such a gross topic, but like, <laughs> so what you do is when, you, when, when you're flushing, you're supposed to take your scrubber and, and go ahead and clean the toilet while you're doing it. So that's why you'll see a lot of clean toilets in, in there Germany. You know, <laughs> at least it builds that habit to clean though. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I mean, yeah, to this day, like, you know, when something like that happened, we always have a, uh, you know, a plunger and a scrubber near it's because yeah. we were, you know, we were, we were at a place where they're very efficient, which yeah. is talking on bathroom talk, man, you go to some of their public restrooms are clean. That's yeah. because they have a bathroom attendant and yeah. like, yeah. or they'll have somebody that constantly cleans the bathroom. So yeah. like their bathrooms are like, they always smell fresh. Like they're, they're not like super nasty. Nah, I'm not saying that all places may be, but everyone that I went to, that was the habit that they had. Uh, so you would actually pay to go to the bathroom, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then, okay. yeah, yeah, because I think that money would go towards the, the bathroom attendant or whatever, right? But yeah, it, I mean, keep keeping it clean, keeping it clean there. That's what yeah. they did and very keeping efficient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because even like uh, in like a lot of, uh, I don't know if they do it in Europe, but I think in, in Asian countries, they'll have a uh, something where you have to turn on something to turn on the, the hot water, right? Yeah. So the faucet is only technically, it's just for water, right? Cold, yeah. whatever it is. And then you would uh, flip on a switch to, to kind of preheat it. Yeah. And then you would use that for your hot water. So it's yeah. very energy efficient. So it's not always trying to heat up all the time. Okay. Yeah. See, well, uh, hey, you can learn something too here on, on the Troubleshoot Mike uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, the beautiful thing about the military, you get cultured, right? You get to yeah. go places, you get to see different things, or you, you get the opportunity to go to. Yeah, not, you get the opportunity. not everyone takes the opportunity, but that that is a true statement. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, still on the toilet talk. I remember uh, being in <laughs> Afghanistan, like their porta potties. They call them eastern eastern porta potties, right? No, that's what they call them. <laughs> so where they they actually you could squat on them, not yeah. actually. So they're kind of at an angle, so you can squat yeah. on them, but not sit on them like how yeah. our Western porta potties would be. Yeah, so yeah. That, I've never never seen that before, but I saw that when yeah. I, I went there or to Afghanistan. But yeah. I was so like I said, the military make it cultural. Yeah, that's all. No yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. So if you ever think about that when you're trying to decide about going to the military, think about you get a chance to go places. Yeah, there you go. Maybe not yeah. the places you want to go. Exactly. Places. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. You want want to close us out here? Yes, sir. All right. This is Jay Peters and Craig Post is signing off for the Troubleshooting Life podcast. We'll see you next week. Please like and subscribe for more content and have a great one. All right. See you next week. <laughs>